You're listening to the Connect Church podcast featuring the pastoral staff of Connect Church in Tupelo, Mississippi. This podcast delivers biblical truths, hot topic discussions, and encouragement you need on your daily journey to live like Christ. The Human Resources Department requires that I be available. Not sure if the invite cards are nifty, but the mustache is definitely not. He's in charge of our children. What are we doing? I don't. Here are your hosts, Terry Pierce, Andrew Pierce, and Tanner Stahl. Thank you all for being here. Let's get started. Let's get started here on the Connect Church Tupelo podcast. This is um, a continuation of episode 68 or something. I'm not sure what number we're on anymore. We'll just go with it. Are you ready? Ready. I like your Marvel Troopers basketball sweatshirt. I was going to sing, are you ready for some football? Well, I'm ready for football to be over. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm not ready for football it's to be over. It's going to be a fun Saturday. You know what the projected game time temperature is? What? 29 degrees. Dang it, Bobby. What's wrong with Fayetteville? 29 <laughs> degrees. They had snow this past weekend. They? they did, yeah. And they took some heat for because uh, uh, it was an 11, 11 o'clock kickoff there in Fayetteville, and it snowed that night, so there was snow and ice on the field. And um, so in order to clean the field, they put hot water on the field, okay? Mm-hmm. And then scraped up all the ice, right? Well, Twitter and social media was making fun of Arkansas's groundkeepers because they thought that by pouring hot water on the ice, it would melt the snow and ice, and all it did was turn back into ice because that's what, you know, you put right. hot water on right. cold stuff, and it does that. Right. They know what they're doing, people, okay? <laughs> like, like, they had to come out and say, like, Yes, it's easier to scrape and pick up ice than it is to have a muddy, right. soggy field. You know, like they right. know what they're doing. He yeah. said it's groundskeeping one hundred and one. Yeah, know? absolutely. But yeah. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, how was your guys's week and weekend? It was good. It's good. Um, yeah, birthday parties and family in town. So it was. Uh, uh, I was tired yesterday. Yeah, I didn't get to say hi to Daniel. Yeah. I missed him. And then I've and never Sarah. Met, I've never. Well, <laughs> I've never met, met her, so That's I don't. True. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't know which one was. Which of the family gotcha, sitting there with gotcha, Yeah. Well, his girlfriend's named Sarah, too, so it's a little weird. <laughs> oh. It's confusing. So I would have got it right if I'd have said, hey, Sarah. Hey, hey yeah. Sarah, Sarah. Yeah. We okay. call him Sarah 1 and Sarah 2. There you go. Well, all righty. Well, so uh, it was an interesting sermon. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready? We're going to dive into uh, um, more of Luke chapter 12. Yes, yes. So, all right, tell us anything that you left out that you wanted to get in. Because I, I ain't going to lie, you went very long this week. Yeah, it was yes. a little longer than I anticipated. <laughs> yes. And so. I even cut out a song in first service. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my word. Yeah. It was technically, it was only in the red for three minutes, but it was. Um, no. It was, I came out, no. first service, I came out at eight over. And was it really? second service, it was ten over when Are I came out. Are you serious? Yeah. Dang. You I didn't realize it was that minutes. bad. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was in the red way But back. at the same time. In your defense, video announcements was like five and a half minutes long. That's true. They were I in the tried red. to go fast. I tried to say it as quickly as I can. He ne- marks it. I just say it. Ne- next week, I'm just telling him Christmas is coming. So. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So what did you leave out in your eight? Uh, there's nothing I left yeah, out. I got it all in. Out. So yeah, it was. Uh, we uh, we talked about the subject matter of things in the present look differently from the perspective of the future. And so uh, really tried to set it up. And uh, I mean, I felt like it communicated pretty well. It was different uh, type of thought, but uh, the perspective that uh, we, we talked about old school 
um, you know, way of looking at uh, the end times in the future. And so we gave some old school analogies as the audience sort of uh, enjoyed, I think, with the uh, bumper stickers that we used to wear uh, or wear, we used to have on our cars. You used it, to wear bumper stickers? Yeah, I know. And uh, so really, um, you guys are probably both too young. Did you ever see those bumper stickers? If this car, uh, in case of rapture, if this, uh, this car will be unmanned. Yeah, I mean, I've heard of it. Heard I don't know if I've ever yeah. seen one, but yeah. I've heard it before. Uh, I only was, ever see that Jesus is my co-pilot. <laughs> Yeah. That that one came on later, but the, and then Jesus take the wheel. Mm, yeah. yeah, that was later on. It doesn't but. deter me from uh, showing them my tall finger <laughs> if necessary. <laughs> so Jesus may be your co-pilot, but may he be, he should take the wheel because yeah. you don't know how to drive. <laughs> right. So all of our movies in the seventies and eighties was you know people disappearing out of their houses and their cars and everybody like where did they go? Where did they go? And so that was that was the sort of the culture that we grew up in, which was a little over dramatic and all that. But I think that it's um, something that's totally missing in the church today. J.D. Greer agreed with me, and so we really, um, you know, hit on this thought that um, in one of the other phrases that J.D. says is it is only by thinking clearly about the future will you live wisely in the present. And that is, I think, what Jesus was going for in the text is he's saying, hey, don't, you know, get all tore up about here and now. Don't get your mind just wrapped around your personal problems and or your victories. You know, this is not going to be the end all. All, all of these things are going to fade away, good and bad, ugly. And our focus should be on investing our lives in eternity. Yeah. And um, I honestly, I didn't know where you were going with the sermon, but it worked out that we sang Graves in the Gardens. Oh, no doubt. Know, like, <laughs> no that doubt. Was, that was really unplanned. That was the Holy Spirit working Well, the, the music so. was was like spot on with the message, as it always is. I mean, you always do a good job with that, but it was I tried. Uh, it, it was good. You know, it, it worked out extremely well. So, yeah. And I like the new song, too. The, the only downside was when he got up there and first said the word eschatology, me and Ashlyn both went, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then like, his first point was stay awake. What was it? What was your first point? Stay awake and something. Yeah. Stay awake and keep looking, keep looking for, his for his return. return. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All I heard was stay awake. Stay yeah. awake. <laughs> I'm having I'm having Bible college flashbacks. Like you know, ninety percent of the church has no idea what. No, ninety nine percent of the church probably has no idea what the word eschatology meant. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know, but actually, that was one of my favorite classes. Is Doctor Hester? He was cool. I didn't, I never had Doctor Hester. He was, I, yeah, okay. He's, he's the best. Yeah, I don't care. I'll just say it. He was like the only one I liked <laughs> at Bible College. Um, I like Doctor Reed. He was. I, said, a good, I love he was a good I had Dr. Professor. Reed. And he was great. Yeah, H- Hester's probably. Why are we talking about this? Sorry, yeah, so what in the world? Eschatology. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he was the one that would like uh, when we had a multiple choice thing. He would like borderline say inappropriate things. So he'd be like, "A, Alpha, <laughs> G, Gamma," and go through the whole like. Uh, Greek alphabet, and then he would say, "H is for hell, helicopter." <laughs> so like he was stupid. I love Doctor Hester. Anyways, he just wanted to say hell. Okay, Andrew wants to talk about Bible college and reminiscing. So yes. go ahead, take the floor, Andrew. <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. That's what, what immediately when us? he said eschatology, I'm like, oh man. <laughs> well, I, do, I do have a question. This may be somewhat irrelevant, but I had to leave. Um, because despite what Terry said, he did go 20 minutes over yeah, first service was, too. So I had to leave early. We're going to clean it up point. this week. Um, I want you to clarify, I'm putting you on the spot here. Right. I want you to clarify you the story or parable that he told about the beating of the servant <laughs> yeah. and then a less beating. Cause I feel like every millennial Gen Z was like, why is Jesus saying to beat somebody? <laughs> That's not my Jesus. And stuff. So I just want you to clarify 
what beating of servants had to yeah. do with uh, looking for the future in eschatology. Yeah, that's that's a good point because we didn't really uh, just didn't have you know it's sad to say but time. But there's that was a lengthy story. Didn't uh, have time. <laughs> My gosh, <laughs> he was not looking to the future. Right, right. Of the passage. So, so uh, getting into the weeds of what Jesus said in the second paragraph that we didn't really address uh, very well or very much in the sermon uh, Sunday, but it was the same exact message he was saying. He just used a different story to tell that. So in Jesus's story, or what we would call in um, the biblical terms parables, uh, Jesus is saying uh, basically, and it is uh, to uh, you have to dive deeper into that one. But uh, basically, he was saying is that, and, and then interpretations come down on this, and this is where the scholarly debates happen. So is he saying that if you weren't ready for Jesus to come back, and the master was just a jerk, and so he just starts beating his servants, and then the master shows up, you know, and he gets punished, and he gets, you know, cast out. So the argument is, is what was going on there is Jesus was pointing out that uh, basically there's going to be a whole lot of people who, um, you know, and the argument is, were they saved or not saved? And so, geez, you know, what where I come down and land on, and it is sort of a 50-50 debate, is that the parable is talking about people who um, were probably going to church, people who were, you know, claimed to be followers of God, but never looked for his return, were never ready for him, never followed him in the daily. And so they just continued to live a life of sin and just continue to do their own thing. And when Jesus comes back, they will not go into heaven. And so that was his warning is, you know, don't just be doing your own thing. You know, you know, and he was just using the analogy, beating your servants of just doing wrong stuff. Does that make sense? Makes sense. Was that clarified enough for thou? No, I knew. I, <laughs> I had somebody after church ask me, they're like, he didn't really say anything about I this, didn't. but this That's is uh, uncomfortable to yeah. read. Well, it, whatever, is. But it is. This is millennials reading the Bible. Take yeah. it out of context, and you know your servants are your children. It's okay to beat your kids. Right, 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 right. So yeah. yes, yes. Whatever. Until Jesus comes back. Until Jesus comes. <laughs> Let your but love. If they, but if they do right, you can spank them just a little less. Right, right. Sure. <laughs> Let your love be genuine. Love each other. You know those probably went well with the millennial crowd. Mm-hmm. You know, love everybody. <laughs> true, true. Don't be spiritually lazy. Regain your passion for Him, and then go serve Him because He's returning. Yes. Why should we serve him because he's returning? Shouldn't we just serve him in general? Uh, <laughs> I'm just throwing thought. No, no yeah. yeah. Uh, well, what happens is is that because of our human nature, that we uh, we really suck at being obedient and following things. We are sheep, and so he constantly has to remind us of our motivation of why we do what we do. And so, uh, what we tried to do with the message of one reason why it did really go long is, uh, and this was not anything in the commentaries or anything I really uh, read. It was just something that hit me this week, and so I just really felt like led to put this in there. But I wanted to give people hope. I wanted to give them a reason why they should be thinking about his return. So this was a practical measure. And we told our own Tupelo Connect Church, <laughs> almost said the old church name. Anyway, uh, Tupelo Free Will Baptist, Baptist Church. So we uh, we we went uh, and used our own parables of people that you know come into my life that week, and we shared stories of guy on the you know, listen to us on the internet, and so they may not listen to the podcast, but they listen to the sermons <laughs> anyway. And uh, he uh, had a great story of testimony of his life change just by listening to our services on Sunday, and so anyway, and we shared Romans twelve nine through twelve, which had just been in our here journal 
journals, another good reason to do the hear journals. And long story short is uh, the uh, one of the guys in our church that met with me, and so I shared the story of how I was just trying to encourage him that it's not the big stuff that lights us up and keeps us going. It's the daily, consistently obedience, knowing Jesus has come back. So, you know, Romans 12, 9 through 12. And, and I don't know how I've missed that, but to me, after reading through that, that is so much more practical of a goal than even Romans 12, 1 and 2. And I mean, I still like that, but this is what Romans 12, 1 and 2 really looks like. That's what that means is let your love be genuine. Just simply focus on loving each other. Unity is a big deal. The more I'm reading in my own journaling and stuff right now is that one of the reasons that we get so bent out of shape and we lose our joy and our faith is we don't learn to love one another. And that means our faults and that means our, you know, it just brings joy into our life when we learn to, um, you know, get past our differences and learn to love and have a community with one another. Even just having my niece and nephew down, you know, I have been around them in a couple of years, and it was good to just reconnect. Uh, that young man that uh, wrote in about you know giving his life over to Christ and following him in the um, on the email, you know, or, I mean on the uh, text message uh, from listening to our services. Just being Sunday night was just really good. You know, Tanner just outdid himself in the Holy Spirit and stuff. Sunday night was amazing, but it was just good to love each other and forget about all the other stuff that we're going through and let God's presence remind us of that. So. Um, Honoring and showing honor to one another. If we spent more time honoring one another rather than lifting ourselves up, we would be a better people. So anyway, those are some thoughts. I thought that, uh, to the Romans 12 tie-in was really good. As a youth <clears throat> pastor, you know, I've preached on Romans 12, 1 and 2 right, a right. billion times. <laughs> That's um, the go-to verse if you're stuff. a youth pastor. And so, yeah, absolutely. But then, like, tying in, I mean, obviously there's a reason why we have context, you know, in a passage and everything that Romans 12 when you finish out what Paul was saying, which I loved, Paul's always speaking about unity and things right. like that too. But like when in Romans 12, when you finish that out, you know, Romans, the first part it says, do not conform any longer to the patterns of the world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. And so I've always tried to give, you know, good applications, points and all that kind of stuff. You know, this is what you're supposed to be right. doing. In the meantime, you're supposed to not conform to the patterns in the world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind for this is your spiritual sacrifice, like worship all of paraphrasing that text and everything. So like, but what not verses nine through 13 and what you applied at the end of the whole application is how you do that. Yeah. You know, you don't have to try and figure this out. It, yes, there is an importance to relying upon the Holy spirit, you know, letting him reveal things to you. Absolutely. But in the meantime, here's some good uh, walkthrough <laughs> principles. Like he didn't just leave us to try and figure this out. I don't know. Love one another. Let it be genuine, you know, abhor what it what is evil and like walking through verses nine through thirteen. It's almost like if you continue reading, Andrew. Oh my gosh. Uh, you know, like your your application in that same text is there for you. But well, I want I want to go back uh, for the first fifteen years of my ministry. I was doing youth revivals and Blim was singing, and we were traveling to churches, and I was doing youth camps. And for fifteen to twenty years, I mean, that was my life is just doing youth revivals and you know all that stuff. And I was always preaching on Romans in every revival, Romans twelve one and two. You know, when your youth every youth camp you go through Romans twelve one and two, and then I was just like, it's just I felt so stupid because I don't know how I, and that's why I was saying earlier, like you just said, I don't know how I'm the freak I've missed nine through 13 is that, you know, there's the application that it, it would have been so much easier with my sermons if I would have just read yeah. on further in the text because it is so good. Don't be spiritually lazy. 
regain your passion for him. And that's what I was talking with the guy in our church at lunch is, you know, just you got to stay engaged and because he's coming back and rejoice in hope, be patient and keep praying. You know, I mean, it sounds really, you know, not that complicated, but that's what he was saying. Rejoice in hope. Jesus is coming back. Be patient. Don't give up and wait for him even through all the stuff you're going through and just keep praying about it. Well, that's, and that's not what rocket you do. science. That's what you do in the meantime when, <laughs> right, right. when you're waiting for his return. Uh, Tanner will love this, is that one of my favorite hymns ever. I I honestly can't stand the hymn, When We All Get to Heaven. When um, we all get, sorry. Not because of how it sounds and stuff. I'm just like, you're that was making, good, Terry. That was really good. You're making a really big assumption that we're all going to heaven. But because <laughs> half the people that sing that ain't going. It was high on tone. It was it was not bad. It wasn't terrible, <laughs> yes. but my my one of my favorite hymns ever is "What a Day That Will Be." Um, what and so a like day that will be, be when my Jesus I shall see. Close. I was like a deaf guy <laughs> trying to sing. <laughs> but I love I love the words of that song because it's just you know you're thinking about heaven and everything. And then uh, Tanner, I don't know if I ever told you this, but Revelation song is one of my favorite, and Holy 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 are two of my favorite songs in the world. Um, and we did it at a worship night this uh, past Sunday night. So ironically, we're sitting here talking about the future, but how it impacts your now. The what a day that will be. I can't wait for that day. But in the meantime, we've got a lot to do. Yeah. Uh, you know, so are are we ready? And part of being ready is faithfully obeying him now. Um, Which led so us to the good. second point of the sermon was stay focused on your purpose. And I had to so, leave at that point. I had to go to church because <laughs> yeah, it went so point, long. At that point, it was eleven thirty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so we we uh, we we hit this. You know, stay focused on your purpose. And I've just uh, yesterday uh, was just one of those days where you know we'd had the spiritual high. To yeah, it just yesterday Sunday was really good. Just everything the the audience was into it, and even though it went long, Sunday night was you know just just really. Uh, sort of a coming together I think for all of us for the year to just you know have that you know sit down moment and just uh, they do those acoustic things by just the way I, know, yeah. I don't I know that you probably don't ever listen to it but the message on uh, Sirius Radio and this guy does every week uh, I can't think of his name he stutters but he's really good uh, just a big Bill Gaither stutters yeah now this guy is more famous than Bill Gaither. Anyway, so uh, but but he's a Christian artist, been around since the '90s, and uh, he does this um, um, show on the Message called um, Acoustic Hour. And so they That's just cool. so well, I mean, literally, uh, and I know you had never listened because you, you know it's, it's all this you know more contemporary stuff. But but this acoustic hour literally was exactly what you did to a T. I mean, cool. is they have a small audience and they do it in a coffee shop in Franklin. And is it, it Stephen it, Curtis Chapman? No, no. Oh, him, I was but, like, yeah, you know who that uh, is. Uh, it's uh, I just thought it, I just had his name on the tip of my tongue. But let anyway. me Google this for you. Yeah. Hang on, nineties. <laughs> he's singing the he's singing his own songs in hour. Yeah, on the message. Serious. Yeah. Ray Bolts. Uh, no. <laughs> no. Jeez. Is Sorry. he alive still? Is he dead? Uh, yeah, he's dead. Um, yeah. yeah. I think he's, he's dead, alive, but, but uh, he's he's not a follower of Jesus anymore. Yeah. <laughs> And so anyway, um, but he did this acoustic, he does this acoustic hour just like, and Tanner did the exact same thing, not even knowing anything about it, which was really funny, but it, it, uh, it was so good. And, and, uh, it's just more of a relaxed atmosphere. And this guy does it every week on the message, but, uh, he didn't do it as well as what we did Sunday night. It was amazing. And it was just good way to follow up with, with our week. But I, I was yesterday, um, uh, because the devil always does this is, uh, is man, uh, Blinn had all kind of, 
bad dreams and, and stuff uh, Sunday night. It's just Satan always tries to rob us of our joy. And, you know, just felt like even Satan. And then yesterday there was just like a dark cloud around me all day long just with all that. And I kept getting frustrated because I really, you know, it just cracks me up that, like, you all didn't even know what the word eschatology means. And, you know, your younger generation is what I'm saying. You know, I grew up with that word. I knew that word, you know, way before Bible college because just that's how our culture lived in those days and times. But one of the things that scares me, and this is, you know, alarming as I got to thinking, you know, negatively about church and stuff. And it's true. The reality is, is what I was thinking is we don't stay focused on his purpose. We do not stay engaged on his mission. We're always just consumed with here and now. And even good churches and good pastors that, uh, man, they're, they're, they haven't won anybody to Christ in a decade. Mm-hmm. You know, they're dying and they're declining. And and I just, I don't understand. And I know I could see faces and I had some interaction with a little bit of the younger crowd. And they were just like, dude, we've never even thought about that, that Christ is going to return and we're supposed to stay focused on the mission. We were just busy getting married, living our lives and doing our thing. And I just, and, and, but I know if I go to a pastor's conference in our movement and others that they're going to say the same thing, dude, we're trying to just do church. And, you know, we just love our church family. You're not called to just do church. You're not just called to love your church family. You're called to flip and take the gospel to the lost world. And that's what the whole point of the end was, is don't just sit back and beat up everybody or love on everybody, be on mission, be ready for the master comes and keep things going. So anyway, uh, as a preacher, uh, it's uh, we came down to this uh, saying is that instead of living your life for YOLO, we had Yelf. And so what do you guys think of Yelf? I thought that was, I mean, looking at your notes beforehand, and, mm-hmm. and I told the team in the back, and said, okay, the cringiest thing is about to happen. <laughs> so just when he says it, I had to leave. Sm- just smile and nod. <laughs> I had to leave, so I need to know, dare I ask, what the heck is Yalf? <laughs> We're no longer going by YOLO. You, know, you only live once. Yalf means you are living forever. Get out. <laughs> go, go back and watch the live stream. It's it's a little it's it's a little awkward. <laughs> but at the end, I went Yalf. You know, so instead yeah. of, I guess today at the end of the uh, podcast, you're not going to get it's a phony. You're going to get Yelf. Yelf. <laughs> yes, yes. You're, you're a big fat phony. You're Yelf. And, and so ironically. Hey, I like you uh, backing up from the microphone yeah. so Braden Parker yeah. doesn't <laughs> blow his ears off. He doesn't listen to it anymore. <laughs> oh, he quit? Okay. Just All right. No. So uh, what I really, um, I hate to tell you guys this, but some folks are trying to get t-shirts made with Yelf. I, knew, I, I know they will. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and they need to put Alf's face on it. By the way. Yes, yes, yes. The 80s yeah. puppet. You yes. weren't the only one. I had somebody else that come up and ask me about that too. Is Alf? They said what we need to do is the mascot of your Galf will be Alf. Alf. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right. Well, good deal. Where are we going next week, Brother Terry? We are going to talk to you guys about next week is, uh, oh, good grief. I just had it in my brain because um, I had two different sermon titles to it, but. Um, Basically, it's not be ready. Uh, hang on for that. I'll come back and just say because okay. I got to think, think of the title. So yeah, just move on. I'll get to. Um, I really wanted to close out with an old cathedral song for invitation last week after the whole living forever thing. Right, right. You, you remember this old song? I'm gonna live well, forever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm gonna die. No, never. never. Uh, Jesus died on a tree for me. me. And I'm going to live forever. Yeah. <laughs> right, no, it was t- really, that was, that that was, was it. That, yeah, was a, that was a hit cathedral song. Absolutely. Well, we're going to take our quick break. We'll come back with the best and the worst of the week. Have you been looking for a place to call home? 
Need a place that makes you feel welcome and valued while at the same time growing spiritually in Christ and biblical truths? At Connect Church, our mission is all about loving God, loving people, and making disciples. When we gather together, there's a spirit of worship, a spirit of kindness, and a spirit of welcoming to anyone and everyone who's seeking God's will and truth in their lives. We invite you to visit during one of our two Sunday services to discover how Connect Church can help you grow in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Our friendly and spirit-filled worship environment is just the place for you. Visit Connect Church this Sunday during our 9 o'clock or 10.30 a.m. services located at 1650 North Veterans Boulevard in Tupelo, Mississippi. Or you can check out our live stream on our Facebook page or our website at www.triconnect.church. Again, that's www.triconnect.church. We look forward to connecting with you. I've got the message down. All right, what is it? uh, Read the room or um, uh, things are really going bad and you need to be able to pay attention to them. So I'm going to come in. (laughs) So how to read the end times. How to read the end times. Or how to read, I'm sorry, how to read the times you're in. So, yes. You're just really focused on the end times. Yeah, yeah, it was. uh, By the way, Tanner, you'll appreciate this and probably, you know, one other listener maybe, is he was talking about in the 70s and 80s, you know, this is what we had and all that stuff. I, I told him, I think it was after church, I meant to tell him in between, I said, we had a round of that in the late 90s, early 2000s. And Tanner, do you remember what it was? Where we had PTSD about the end times and we thought every time we walked into like our house and we were like, you know, home by ourselves that we thought it, <laughs> we thought it was the rapture. Do you, do you remember why? Because of the Charlie, uh, Kirk Cameron movies? Yes. What were they called? Left Behind. Yes. Yeah. So the get this. Series. This is legalism at its finest. I'm allowed to read that bull crap and <laughs> literally scar me, but I couldn't read Harry Potter. <laughs> I'm, saying, I'm surprised you were allowed to watch Left Behind, honestly. Actually, Just, I don't think at first they would only let Aaron watch the movies, <laughs> but they let us read the books. I didn't read. Books, I never so. read the movie. I know so. I didn't. That no, they had. I had the whole series, but I never actually read them. Aaron read every single one. There was, you know, like thirty something of them. I didn't let you guys read. That was your mom. Oh, I know. Was, <laughs> Here, you know well, what? Now she's not listening anymore. <laughs> Left behind. The movies didn't scar me, but what did scar me was the, all the Final Destination movies. That well, that, that was yes, awesome. Yes, yes. <laughs> that's different. Can though. I drive behind a log truck to this day? <laughs> <laughs> I see a Southwest jet take off, and I'm just waiting for it to explode. <laughs> <laughs> I love Final Destination. Yeah. All right, let's get into our best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Which was it? <laughs> this is the worst. All right, who's gonna go first? I got, uh, I got the best. Um, uh, but it's sort of my, I've got, mine are always combination. I'm never fully full. So, yeah. but anyway, so, uh, but I start out that way. Is um, Nora's uh, turned three uh, this week? So birthday parties. A big shout out to our oldest granddaughter, and then our second oldest grandchild, Matthew, is having his birthday this week. So um, it's great. You know, we've sent them all the parties, and we'll do the opening on um, what do you call it? Um, Christmas, no Facetime, uh, uh, Facetime. FaceTime. So okay. yeah, so so we're gonna Facetime. He sent with, them all the parties so, and are gonna do it all. No, yeah, what is it, so. no, it's when he has a Zoom meeting and calls it a podcast. See, that's <laughs> what I kept thinking. My brain is Zoom meeting, but it's he's I'm, gonna do so, another so, podcast. For so that. anyway, I'm gonna talk to my grandson. <laughs> a podcast phone call. About, by, podcast <laughs> phone call. That's what I'm doing with Matthew. Yes, you guys are idiots. Anyway, hey, and you so, said it. <laughs> you're the one that called I it. No. Anyway, I'm the old geezer. Whatever. So we're going to Facetime Matthew this week and. 
and he's going to open up his presence that we send him. But then I got to thinking about it. Um, I need another job. So grandkids' birthdays two weeks in a row. So we just uh, sort of maxed out the card. But it's all good. So you're done. It's, you're it's out good. of money. Yeah, it's all good, though. It's for a good cause. All right, Andrew, what's your best? Um, yeah, we got Celebrate Nora this weekend, and that was fun. That was our. That was probably our best. Uh, we celebrate our kids every day. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Sadie, put him down. <laughs> you just have your kids with you every day. Yeah, for real. Tanner's not celebrating his kids today. He had to run out while ago <laughs> to celebrate his kids. <laughs> yeah, if you had some moments where it was actually just me and Terry talking, it's because Tanner actually completely left the room for a minute. <laughs> to go celebrate his kids. <laughs> I'm out like a fat kid in dodgeball. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, yeah. So I never we, thought about that. Birthday parties. That, that kid's was always ours. in dodgeball. They went out first. Yeah, because you get the biggest target. Yeah. And, and they get picked on because I, I would throw at him first. I never thought about that. That's yeah. sad. Yeah. I'll, I'll, and I'll give this is my other best was I really enjoyed Sunday night, too. I thought was that was good. awesome. I know, Tanner, that was probably the last thing he wanted to do. That was um, good. Even after our 47th billionth budget meeting from the last month, um, you know, that was the last thing any of us wanted to do. Crazy weekend. Our kids have been at church since like 730 or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Like, it was wild, but I'm really glad we had it. That the Sunday night was my other best. Yeah, it was home run. And yeah, I mean, Tanner did a great job, and the Holy Spirit was so present right. in the I, room, and it, it was me. just it, it well. No, me. I mean, you you created the atmosphere, and that's what we do here. Is our job is to get the room get the room ready for Jesus. Right. And, set the table. And so you set the table, and you did that well. And man, the Holy Spirit took. And we're gonna over. have even another Holy Spirit moment. You ready for this? Okay. I'm assuming that song that Tony Birmingham sang is a Southern Gospel song. Yes, it is. I love that. That song. was good. That was good. That I was think funny. I like I'll it. Send it to you. Yeah. I think yeah. I like it better the version that he did, <laughs> Tony and you, yeah. no, <laughs> than what good. the original probably is. But the words to it, I mean that that that's honestly the opposite usually of Southern gospel songs. It, uh, it done, doesn't have a lot of meaning. <laughs> it's done by the fan favorite triumphant quartet. I, that's a good song. But I they, love that. They're one of those groups. There, it's like they're trying to push the envelope and and. They look like Zach Williams and stuff like that, you know, and they're trying to... They didn't to, used to. No, 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 yeah, no, no. They did not used to, no. So, oh, so that's a new Southern Gospel song. I mean, it's been out for a couple of years, but oh, okay. I don't know that it... I don't even know if it even hit the charts or not, but... So you... Uh, I thought it was great. Yeah, and it's a good song. Having you and Tony... Tony it was, you and Tony playing it, like, that was amazing. Well, and we, we just... Everything was like the... And by the way, the acoustic hour on the Message Series, Channel 63, is Jason Gray. So Jason Gray is the guy that... Uh, I mean, said, he was not... In the 90s, he was an American Idol contestant. So I've never yeah. even heard like of him. Like in like 2006. He's, his first Christian song was 99. So that he, he's uh, saying that he, that he published anyway, he said, according to him. But but he didn't really get famous till the... Is he related to Macy Gray? No. No. He's... Uh, but he's, he's... Well, I was going to say he's white. No. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But he, all I've never heard of him. All I know is he's really good and he stutters, so that's his big you know, thing. But he, he does really well with it. But he doesn't stutter when he sings, so that's really cool. Yeah. But anyway, uh, the, besides the acoustic hour that you've never heard and you've never listened to because it's you know more contemporary, it was literally the exact same thing that they do that's very popular on the radio. But anyway, the other thing was that was amazing that had to be a God <sighs> moment is how in the freak did you know how many exact chairs? Was I'm that not you, hilarious? That is yeah. Hilarious. Dude, that was crazy. I told Shane, the, and, 
Chuck. I said, just get the center section out of the sanctuary. And, and that was the here. exact amount that showed up. Yeah. And um, I said, we'll probably have to put out more, hopefully. But oh. I said, we'll just start here. And it was like go dead it, so. on, though, because I know Brittany. 96 chairs is all we put out. And Brittany and Jen came and sat by Belinda and I because um, um, Andrew and, and Keely came in later. And so they were didn't have room Abram. for them. So, yeah. And, Abram uh, and Keely, yeah. What I say? Andrew, Andrew and, and Keely. Yeah, sorry. Abram, I was already yeah. there. Yeah, sorry. And uh, <laughs> Abram, yes, Abram and Keely uh, came in and um, they sit down. And so Jim and Brittany moved up and sat by us on the front row. And then it was full. It was just yeah. like crazy that the exact amount of chairs. The uh, like I said, yeah, I'm, my best is the worship night as well. It was good. I'm glad it's over. Um, <laughs> I mean, not in any way. Like I, the goal of it was legit. Just I'm trying to keep this as simple as possible. Yeah. And, and it always turns out to be more work than I anticipated, yeah, yeah. you know. But, like, it, to, it was to the point where Sunday afternoon the team was asking me questions. Well, you know, how can you help? How can I help you do this? What can I do to help? And I'm like, I, my legit answer, and it became a running joke, was I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you want to do, yeah. do it. I don't. Oh. I, that's the whole point of this is to keep it simple yeah. and just – Keep it easy, breezy, and it. In my opinion, it it, it did turn yeah, out that absolutely. way. So. And we had a finance board meeting. So it was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it was the running joke. I don't care. You know, they they would say, "Oh, how do you want us to do this song?" I said, "I don't care. Let the Lord lead. Don't care." <laughs> yeah, yeah, like seriously, and and it, and it, like uh, Brandon Lewis, he said, "I think that was the top three worship night we've ever had since you've been here." And I oh said, yeah, I, no I doubt. I agree. Yeah. I agree. It wasn't me because I didn't care. Yeah. It, was, it was literally the Holy Spirit. See what happens when you get out of the way well, with the Holy Spirit. Yeah, that's good. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Terry, worst of the week. Uh, worst of the week. Um, it's cold and I'm ready for summer. So uh, I'm I done. love I, the cold. I, know, I do too. So no, this is this is ridiculous. Froze my Stop. nose off <laughs> <laughs> this morning. Stop. And no, so I, I'm already done with winter. I like the cold, but it's actually my worst too, just because. We were supposed to go camping this weekend for Nora's birthday. Tanner, we were trying to keep it simple. We weren't going to have a party, no decorations, no nothing. We were literally had a spot reserved at Tom Bigby State Park. We were grilling hot dogs, and they were going to use the playground. That was her birthday mm-hmm. because we've never been tent camping with just Nora. Um, and, been like, they were going to keep Owen. And so, like, we don't have a camper or anything like that. Well, it got down to, like, 29 Friday like, night, and we ended up, camping. like, not. We thought about still trying to do it in the backyard. Like, we're like no, this this no, just sucks. Frozen, yeah. So, like, if they could have waited one more day, I would have been perfectly. Like, I love this weather right now. I'm totally fine with it. But uh, that was that was my worst. Was it, like, just wait one more day? <laughs> I love the weather. I do. I like it now. Just not for camping. My worst of the week it has besides, to be besides football. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it really I don't even want to talk about that. Football in general, um, <laughs> and it goes deeper than Razorbacks. It's a little bit of fantasy. Now, granted, I won. Okay, did you win? I won. But be your guys out. I've got. I lost Cup. Yeah, I've lost Jamar You're Chase. You're done. Yeah. You know, so it, I don't know where we're going from here. I, I'm in third place right now. But I, like I said, I don't know. I don't know where we're going. So. Uh, see, that's also my worst. Is I lost to Shane Huey. He's never played football, and so and I just lost to Shane Huey in, in this week. So yeah. I think I lost to Shane last week. Yeah, he's 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 killing it. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Well, y'all got anything else? I don't. I don't. But I got to give shout out to Shane. He beat me fair yeah. and square. So yeah, we used to play basketball together, and I destroyed him. Bit then, but. We are contemplating doing another podcast live stream. We're going to talk about that later on to bump listener count. Help us out. Like, share, subscribe, share. That's the key word, share. I don't care if you like it or subscribe it, honestly. I really don't. But share it so other people (laughs) will listen to it. That's the whole point. There you go. Share the podcast. Y'all have a great week.
Yauf! <laughs>